Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast, a show brought to you by PureFlix.com. PureFlix.com, the faith, family, and fun video streaming service. Get ready for uplifting news, scripture, movie reviews, and interviews with some of your favorite actors, authors, and pastors. Let's get started. Welcome to the Pure Flix Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell, and I'm excited for today's episode because it is all about Karen Abercrombie. Now, Karen Abercrombie, if you're not familiar with her, she is a phenomenal actress. She played Miss Clara in War Room. She's in a whole bunch of other movies. Her latest is called Discarded Things. It's streaming right now on Pure Flix. You want to check that one out as well. We actually sat down with Karen recently, and we're going to be playing that interview for you today on the show. And she's just incredible, but we had a chance to dig behind the headlines, right? To dig behind the movies she's in and to understand who she is, where she came from, how she got into Hollywood, and really what her journey has been. Because I think all too often, we don't get a chance to get to know actors and actresses and the performers, especially in the Christian world, who are bringing us these amazing stories. We don't get a chance to know who they are and how they got where they are. And so we're going to do that in just a minute here. But before we do, I wanted just to just remind you guys to check out Pureflix Insider. That's our blog. It's over at insider.pureflix.com. We've got daily inspiration, Bible verse list, devotionals, news stories, the sky is the limit, all sorts of resources, downloadables, and all that. So you want to head over to insider.pureflix.com. And with no further ado, let's get to know Karen Abercrombie a little bit more. Well, thanks for joining us. I am excited about this interview today. I'm here with Karen Abercrombie. How are you? I am wonderful, absolutely wonderful, and happy to be here with you, Billy. Well, I'm excited to talk with you. For a while, I've wanted to connect because I'm a huge fan of your work. And one of the things about you and your career, especially these last few years, watching the projects that you're in, the deep meaning behind each of them. I and mean, every role you play, you do such a beautiful job. And there's there's this deep message, you know, in each in each film. And so obviously I'm going to, I'm going to start with war room because I think that's the one everybody fell in yes. love with Miss Clara. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? It, it was amazing on, on so many levels. It was the first time I had worked with uh, the Kendrick brothers and just uh, from an actress's stand, uh, standpoint to be able to uh, dive into a character uh, that is, different from you in the spec of her age. I'm a believer. I've been a believer for a long time. But um, an 80-year-old woman coming, bringing what she had to pour out. So I had to go deep, get deep, get out of God's way <laughs> and allow him um, to use me as he wanted to. And it was one of the most uh, amazing experiences I have had in my life and certainly as an actress. Well, and it's that's it's see, an honor. I mean, of course. And I, and when I watch it, though, it's amazing because you're young. And so you're playing this role of this woman. And you do such an amazing job. How difficult because you just kind of spoke to that a little bit. But how difficult was it to jump in? I mean, not many people can do that decades and decades ahead of where they are and pull that off. So how did you do that part of it? Uh, prayerfully, <laughs> prayerfully. And, and, and as an actress, it was so delicious for me to have the opportunity so that I could go dig deep 
and uh, do research to make Miss Clara a believable three-dimensional character. But see, God had his own um, uh, plan for the whole thing and that he would uh, use it the way he used it. And I'm just like still blown away that he would choose me to do what he allowed me the opportunity to do, take the message of prayer around the world. Yeah, and and that film, I mean, obviously becoming the number one movie at the box office at the time and shocking everybody, you know, out especially outside of the church. I think the rest of Hollywood looking at it and they can't deny or ignore it because they have this beautiful, amazing opportunity of seeing it at number one. But what yeah. was it like for you um, to see the response? Because I know as an actress in a film like that, you're hearing from people, you're getting a response. What was that like after the film was out? Uh, again, I say uh, an absolute honor and and just blown away. Just blew me away. And that it would be a piece um, that offers at the end of prayer, you know, that intimate relationship with God, but an eternal, an eternal um, blessing, eternal gifting. You're, you're, you're a part of offering uh, people with a relationship, encouraging them to have a, a, an intimate, uh, deep and prayerful relationship with um, God. So just, I'm still blown away today. Well, so I want to, I want to learn a little more about you because I think I think anybody who, first of all, you're a phenomenal actress. I know I said that before, but I have Thank to say you. it again I'm because good. you are. I mean, I know it's always probably awkward to hear that, but it's true. It's always when people compliment me, I'm always like, Ugh. but it's so true. And you made that role so believable. Every role you've been in so powerfully believable. What um, was your journey into Hollywood? When did you first realize and, and feel free to take as much time because I'm just curious how you ended up here. I. Uh, had always enjoyed um, acting. As a child, I had an imaginary friend. So uh, I was always putting on plays and things of that sort. I, I started to get more uh, serious right after I graduated uh, from high school. And I went to the University of Pittsburgh. And then I ended up leaving there because I realized it was acting that I wanted to do. So I auditioned, got into a school there. And um, I've just been following that desire since then and uh, ended up in New York for a, a while and then out to LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's amazing because, the, you know, Hollywood is an industry like any other, every industry has its difficulties. I think for people yeah. outside of Hollywood, you know, they look in and they say, how does a Christian do it? I mean, how does a Christian operate in that environment um, and so I wanted to ask you that because I, I always love hearing responses from Christians in Hollywood, what that's like, because there are values that might differ. There are there. Are, it's a different kind of scenario. And so I was just curious what your experience was on that front. Uh, it, it's interesting. Uh, a, a large uh, bit of my time there was just trying to break in and, and, and not um, surprisingly. Uh, it would be a lot of the yucky stuff that would open the door first. So yeah. then you 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 turn it down, you turn it down, you turn it down, and um, you've got to be real careful because it'll start to beat 
you down and you say, well, I, I, I want to use my gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a God-given gift. Uh-huh. I want to use it. But um, when the doors are shut so many times on some other things, you you you, you get tempted to, mm, to oh, take absolutely. that you wouldn't take. But see, you've as hard as it is, uh, you know, turning things down, walking away, and 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 trusting. But I'm I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I was like. Mm. Ah, you know, tempted yeah. to take some of this stuff to 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 get a leg up, and you know, yeah. what not to use the gifts I've been given. You know, so uh, yeah. Well, you start but, to think too. I would imagine if I do this now, you know, maybe later on I can make a bigger impact because I finally made it in and I can do the things I oh, want to do. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. But it it it, it you've got to be careful. It, it it does become quite the slippery slope. Uh, left and right, always on your tail. Mm -hmm. Now, were are you a lifelong Christian? What was your faith journey? Because that I'm also interested in knowing that. No, I gave my life to Christ at seven. Uh, my aunt Vine, who I patterned Miss Clara after, was on fire. She just uh, passed away uh, two Octobers ago. She was on fire, Miss Clara. And so um, it was under her that I gave my uh, life to uh, Christ the first time. But when I turned into a teen teenager, I walked away. My parents, um, neither were saved until uh, actually both were deathbed confessions. So, um, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So we didn't have that in our house as we grew up. But, you know, with my aunt and some uncles that were on fire for the Lord and uh, continuously praying, my grandmother's and uh whatnot but yeah I, I i left i walked away as a teenager and um there was a party on friday night you might see me there <laughs> what made you come back what made you you say, know even all of the time that i was out there billy i could feel the presence of god yeah. there because i had left didn't mean he had he never does he, he's the same yesterday today uh forever you know, he never leaves us nor forsakes us. So all I had to do was turn back around in his direction. Or actually, he was always surrounding me. I, all I had to do was just open my arms and say, yes, I'm coming back. Father, the prodigal daughter is coming home. Mm. And um, so in my 20s, I started walking back. Yeah, late 20s. Wow. Yeah. See, it's yeah. never too late. I mean, you mentioned your parents and... You know, deathbed, you know, confession. Oh, yeah. sort of. It's yeah. never too late. And I think we think it is. Mm -hmm. Mother was an alcoholic, drug addict, um, uh, drug abuser. Father was an alcoholic. My aunt Vine's uh, brother, younger brother. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's so easy to write people off too, right? And to say, oh, that person's never going, they're never going to come around. They're never going to find Jesus. They're never going to get saved. They're and and there are so many examples that prove that wrong, and it's so easy to think that in life. And yet, I mean, even career-wise, you know, looking at you've had this great career, and so many people they think, well, if I don't if I don't land this amazing role by the time I'm thirty or thirty-five or forty, I'm done. And it's like that's not none of that is true. God does it amazing things. It is not things. true, but Billy, I was there. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm twenty-nine. I'm 
32, I'm 35, you know, but, but see God, uh, he's got a sense of humor. So then he, 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 he gives me the opportunity to play a much older woman, um, later in life. And, uh, my career now is, uh, it's on fire more than it has ever been, but see, these are his plans. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, yeah. um, yeah. So some of those doors I, that I could have played these roles with my eyes closed open, you know, just walk right into the roles, but see, he kept closing those doors for me so that I would eventually come into the right door. I'd be in the right place at the right time for his purpose. And I am beyond grateful. Mm. I love that. And, and so let's talk about discarded things because this, film I have heard amazing things about and I'm actually going to be watching it this weekend which I'm excited about um but what so tell me about the film you play a music professor right who falls on some hard times yes 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 uh upscale you know had had the best of the best and um I do fall on hard, hard times I have one incident too many that and and I my life just spins out of control um, I don't want to give too much of it away, but uh, there's a lot of pain and such that my character held uh, tucked away deep, 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 deep inside. And then one tragedy came and it opened up the, the Pandora's box, I guess you could say. Everything started pouring out. And then, um, yeah, she starts drinking, popping pills, all of those things. Oh, yes. So many people can relate to that storyline, too. I think especially now, you know, we know where things are culturally and there's so many people struggling. And if you're not struggling, you know, somebody who is right. And yes, so absolutely, those stories are powerful. What what is the big without giving too much away? What is the big lesson in that in that film that that viewers will take away? That there is forgiveness and that there is healing and God's grace never ends mm. that yes. is a great message yes. Yes. that's what yes. we need that's what we all that's what our culture needs that's what we need um oh, it's yeah. it's so we're so desperate for that, that truth and we and i feel like everyone is seeking they're looking for truth they're going everywhere to try to find it and so many people are they're just a little bit off they're they're not and that's where we come in absolutely absolutely that's where we and, come in. and one of the reasons i wrote the story is um because I know that even on the church pews before COVID, when, when the church pews would be stacked and filled with people, there were always people there who were embarrassed to let the truth out, thinking that they would be judged, thinking that they would be uh, cast aside and um, in church. So uh, it was important for me to write about the people that sit on the pews and just are there, they come get the message, but they, that, that is it. They don't connect. They don't open up completely because they're feeling like they would be, they can't compete and compare to the uh, elite of the church or, or, or whatnot. So God, you don't feel good us, enough. You don't right, feel right, good right, enough. God right, right. calls yeah. us to minister to the least of these, to love the least of these, all of it. And quiet is kept. We are all the least of these. We may have pumped up things in our minds uh, when we're looking at ourselves, but compared to Jesus, come on. 
Exactly. And we all have our struggles. Everybody has more than one, generally. (laughs) Yes, everybody does. So we are all the least of these. Truth be told. Yeah, absolutely. And so now one thing, and you mentioned writing the story that I wanted to address uh, that I love is that you are not just in front of the camera. You are also behind the camera. You you have a production company, um, Earth Mother Entertainment. So talk about that a little bit, because I'm I'm very intrigued by that. That's a whole other. It's the other side of the business, right? Um, So it's interesting. And and it's a God thing, too, like the whole Miss Clara thing. Uh, um, After I played Miss Clara. Everybody, they were reaching out to me to play uh, their version of Miss Clara in whatever project um, they were writing, or they would even write the character in when they hadn't intended to, you know, this, you know. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know, God, I I do everything from classical Shakespearean to whatever, classically trained in New York City. And um, I was like, God, I know you didn't open this door for me to just play older women and, and people wanted me to play that same character. So um, I kept praying about it and he kept giving me stories. And um, it is God again, who led me to open up my own production company. So therefore, not only could I play challenging roles, different kinds of roles, telling other people's stories, casting a wider net, you know, out to the people who are hurting and such, but um, it also allowed me to use those different gifts that he had given me, you you know, to really stretch and grow and uh, use the other parts of me to build believable three-dimensional characters. Because to me, all of that is a form of worship. I may be using someone else's words or a different situation. But when I go before a camera or on a stage, I'm worshiping the one who gave me the gift. Mm. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're, we're in this world in which we're attached to devices all the time. There's so much media coming at us. The fact that we don't have more of, I mean, we, we need even more of this kind of content to be present. Right. I mean, here you are doing it. There's enough of that bad stuff. Oh my goodness. It's crazy. It doesn't end. I mean, it's an influx of oh, stuff and I, i'm afraid yes. my kids are gonna see it you know i'm always trying to Absolutely. yeah um, well my thing is to put some stuff out there uh speak the truth speak love but where parents the whole family can sit down and 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 and, and the mom or dad they don't have to have their hand on the remote control because they don't know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth or what the next scene the situation will be so you know yeah yeah, we need more. We need more of this, and with the quality that you deliver, which is what I love, and which really yeah. helps, you know. Thank you so and much, no, I mean, I mean that. I mean, I think we need we need good artists to come forward, and it's happening, and it's going to happen more and more as time goes yeah. on, and as we get better at it, right? I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, getting better. Yes. yes. So. What would you say is because we've talked a lot about you know Hollywood the, the ins and the outs and your and your fascinating sort of path there. What has been the biggest, the most difficult, but maybe on the other side, enriching lesson that you've learned throughout your career? Is that I have always been more than enough. All I had to do was link up to the Creator and clearly hear what He said about me. You're more than enough. You're the apple of my eye. 
you know, and, 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 and so to take that in deeply and then to know that you don't have to be necessarily in Hollywood or Atlanta or New York City. He will use you wherever you are, whether it's a gas station, whether it's a school cafeteria, whether it is a hospital lobby, but he will use you and those gifts, he will fire them up that he's given you for such a time as right now, right now, just get out of this way, get into his will. You know how many hurting people are hearing that, that that resonates with? I, I love that you said that. And I so appreciate you taking the time. I would love to do this again and have you back again. I would love that. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you too. And and everybody watching, make sure you head over to pureflix.com and insider.pureflix.com for more daily inspiring content. Did you know you can access thousands of entertaining and inspiring faith and family-friendly TV shows, movies, and original series? It's simple. Just log on to pureflix.com right now to start your free trial. From kids' content to some of the most uplifting films, we've got your entire family covered. Sign up today. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Welcome back to the Pure Flix podcast. As you heard there, two very important announcements. One is that you can get a free trial of Pure Flix over at pureflix.com right now. Go and check that out. There are tons and tons. And when I say tons, I mean thousands of movies, TV shows, original series, documentaries, kids content, and so much more. If you're into rom-coms, there's rom-coms. I mean, the sky is also the limit over there. So you want to go check that out. And we are part of the Edify Podcast Network. If you head over to E-D-I-F-I, you will see that's how you spell it in the app store. Or if you go to edify, E-D-I-F-I dot app, you can listen online. That is a podcast network, and we are part of it, and we are excited to be part of it here at the Pure Flix Podcast. Now, before we get to the end of the show here, we also have a little devotional for you. And this is a devotional that is based on God's Compass, another movie that stars Karen Abercrombie and T.C. Stallings. And so I'm going to just take you through that devotional and really just the lessons you can learn. Even if you haven't seen God's Compass, I want you to listen to this, and there's going to be some eternal truths you can take away. It's a great little Bible devotional, but it ties in with that movie. And so if you haven't seen it, head over to pureflix.com right now or go to the Pureflix app and watch God's Compass. But with no further ado, here is our Bible verse devotional on that film. I'm Billy Hollowell, and welcome to our PureFlix Insider Inspiration video series. This is a series where you get these powerful devotional truths that you can find in the films and the TV shows that are streaming on PureFlix.com. Now, today we're actually diving into one of my favorites. It's called God's Compass. This is a film starring T.C. Stallings and Karen Abercrombie. Now, God's Compass is about a woman named Suzanne Waters, and she celebrates her retirement. But as this exciting moment is going on, she has all of these different crises and difficult situations that she could have never have imagined, right? They kind of hit her at the same time. 
And the same thing happens to us in life. Now, in Suzanne's case, she chooses to trust God's direction. She embarks on this fascinating quest to help this teenager. He's a troubled teen. His name is Eli. And when you watch the film, you walk away from Suzanne's story with a lot of important biblical lessons that we can use in our own lives, on our own journeys. So, with that being said, I want to dive into some of the lessons we can take away from God's compass. The first lesson, God has a plan for our lives. You know, at the start of the film, we see Suzanne, and she's played by Karen Abercrombie, and she reminds us that God cares deeply for us. She actually says at the start of the film, quote, God has plans for you. God's north for you only needs your courage to be realized. You know, so many of us, when it comes to our priorities, we seek what we want, when we want it, and how we want it. But the Bible actually makes it clear that we should align ourselves with God's path for our lives, that he will guide us where he wants us, and not only where he wants us, but where we're meant to be. Now, Proverbs 16:9 says, quote, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. We see Suzanne following God's steps throughout the film, and she does it even when it doesn't make sense. Like her friends and her loved ones are looking at her and they're saying, what are you doing? But in the end, her reliance pays off, and I think the same is true in our own lives. It's pretty simple. We need to pray, seek, and ask. Now for our second lesson, don't let others dissuade you from God's plans. We actually see Suzanne's son, David, questioning why she's helping people, why she's helping Eli. And you see others asking those same questions. But Suzanne knows that God has called her to something bigger. And so she presses on, even when it doesn't make sense. You know, when we have a healthy relationship with God, he'll actually guide us where we're meant to be. And the world might not understand it, but if we press on, the Bible tells us that he will make our paths straight. If you look at Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. In my own life, this is so true. I've seen this with my own journey, with the journeys of others. It has been proven time and time again. If you notice, the Bible doesn't say rely on your own understandings. It says to rely on God. Now this is an important reality and it's an essential step to living out our faith in a true and authentic way. Now our third and final lesson from God's compass, we should hold on to our faith even in the toughest of times. You know, sometimes we drift from God when we're struggling, other times maybe we cling to him when we're in the midst of a struggle. But it's that latter decision that actually will guide us closer to truth. And later on when the dust is settled, when we can see the full picture, we can see really just the snippets in our lives sometimes, right? But when we see that full picture, which God can see, it's amazing. And we see this in our own lives. It's so easy to look back and to say, wow, I can't believe what God has done in my life. And so we have to trust in God that he has a plan, that he can see what is meant to be, and that he is there for us no matter what. That wraps up our PureFlix Insider Inspiration on God's Compass. Be sure to head over to PureFlix.com to watch God's Compass. Also head over to Insider.PureFlix.com for more daily inspiring content. Well, that is a wrap on today's Pure Flix podcast. We hope you'll tune in next week for another episode. We've got some great people coming on the show. We've got a video version of the show. We've got the podcast here. There's so much going on over at Pure Flix. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Pure Flix for more daily inspiring content. We will see you next week on another edition of the Pure Flix podcast. 
That's all for today's podcast. You can follow Pure Flix on Facebook at facebook.com slash pureflix and on Twitter at pureflix. And be sure to log on today to pureflix.com for thousands of faith and family-friendly movies and TV shows. Thanks for listening to the Pure Flix Podcast.